were back beneath those bridges. And I was asking myself, speaking with some family members and some friends, we were talking about, well, it was, I don't want to make it seem like we were talking about anybody, but we were asking ourselves, why some Christians demonstrate love, peace, goodness, long-suffering, and they're just so happy-go-lucky, and it's just so pleasant to be around them. And then you have, I guess, the other Christians, they're not that desirable to be around. I mean, they go to church every Sunday, and they proclaim Christ in their life, but there's a difference. And I was asking myself, why is this? And then, during me asking myself this, I started hearing that small, still voice. I started hearing the voice of God explaining to me and at first it was a really hard pill for me to swallow but the reality of it is it is what it is some Christians just have enough to make it to heaven or for salvation and then you have the others that get to have an extension of heaven on earth Yes, it starts with a mindset. It also starts with a confession. I mean, that's how salvation comes. But a spirit-filled believer lives a more victorious life. And and you're going to say, Chris, what what do you mean spirit-filled? Because if I'm going by the biblical facts, once you accept Christ... You are spirit-filled. You do have that incorruptible seed. But when I'm starting to understand, if you don't surrender, if you don't submit, you're not obedient, then it is not effective. You you can't walk in the power, the dudamus, like you're supposed to, what we're entitled to, what is a benefit of being a believer. Because it's, it's, it's kind of funny that you can go to church and the same church now and two believers a, a night and day. And it, it was really, I just had to say, how does this work? Because one is just so, I mean, you almost get nervous how, how how good they are or how nice they are. And then you look, but when you really start to sit down and examine their behavior, they're living by the biblical principles and promises, and they embrace the Holy Spirit in their everyday life. Now, once you do that, once you get that understanding, once you... Surrender, submit, obedience. 
the effects of life changing. And then I was saying to myself, like, okay, Chris. Okay, Chris. Evaluating myself now, because when I'm looking at other people, I, I started to say, how do I look? How, how do I measure up? Am, am I a pleasant person to be around? Do I have patience? Am I long-suffering? Do I have faith? Do I have grace? Do I have love? Do I have patience? Am, am I emphasizing that in my everyday life? Are people seeing that when I'm out and about? And that's when I started to say, God, you have to help me. And this walk is not just on Sunday. This is an everyday walk. And every day you have to ask God to give you the strength to be who he wants you to be. Because when I when I I started listening to Ephesians on on Audible, and like the first one or two chapters is explaining to you that how God wants to do great things in you as the believer, as an individual, so that wherever you go, people can see that in you. And when they see that in you, they're gonna wanna attain that. And that's when you get a chance to witness. Nobody wants to be on the losing team. Who, who signs up for that? You want to be on the team that you're winning. And once you have the Holy Spirit a part of your everyday life, you start winning in every aspect. You're the top producer in your, your job. You're the head of your class in school. I mean, wherever you go, People want to be around you because you just have that demeanor. And that's what Christ died for. For us to have that demeanor where people want to be around us constantly. That the blessing that we're getting is so much, it's overflowing, it's it's over, it's spilling, it's running over, that the next person that's around you start to get it. And, and that's what being a Christian, a follower of Christ, is about. Living, living a life where people want to be around you, participate in whatever you participate in, and enjoying life. Not living a life where you're bitter, unforgiveness. You just where people don't even want to be around you. And sometimes you have to take a step back to, to see if that's you, that's your portion. Like I said, I was talking about it with other people, but then I said, Chris, where do you fit in? And then it, it's not something that you can go take a class on. This is not something you can just do because it's the sake of doing. This is when you have to spend time with the Father. This is where you're going to have to put the spoon down for a minute. This is time where you're going to have to say, 
well, maybe I'm not going to watch as much television or I'm not going to do as much social media. I'm going to spend some time with God. And, And when you start spending some time with him through praying and fasting and worshiping and meditating on his word, you start to see life through a different lens. You look at things differently. Now, now, now you're looking at life like, who can I bless today? You're looking at life today like, would Christ do this? Would a follower of Christ do the action that I just did? And once you get to that point of realization, life starts to change for you for the better. God is looking for people that he can bless so that they can bless others. He's looking for someone that can show the world because now when the world is looking at so-called Christians or the the so-called church, they're looking not how they would normally look. They're looking like there's something wrong or or, or, or they're doing something I don't want to be a part of. But when they can see the success, when they can see the happiness, when they can see the one accord in your family, when they can see the things that money cannot buy in your life, now they start to get intrigued and they want to know what it is that you have that they don't. And that's when you can boldly say, I'm a follower of Christ. I am a Christian. I'm I'm not caught up with the religious part or the church part. I'm I'm caught up with having a relationship with God and he leads and he guides me and he directs me and and that's why I live the way I live. I no longer get stressed. I mean, you're always going to be stressed as being a human being, but it's only for a second. It's not stress where it's going to make you change the way of your life because you're going to know that God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory. You have the realization that the love that I wish above all things I may prosper and be in good health as my soul prosper. These, the, the, the principles and promises, they come off the page now. They're in your, they're in your everyday life. It, it, it's how you live now. This is your your new lifestyle. That's why the Bible says, when you become born again, you become a new creature. You don't do the same things that you used to do. It might not shed away instantaneously. It's a working progress. But long as you invite God into your life, your everyday part of your life, it starts to change who you are. Like if you were Christian five years ago, there's no way that you're the same person you were five years ago. Every year you increase. Every day you increase. Every moment you increase and become more Christ-like. And that's because you have that incorruptible seed inside of you. That Holy Spirit. The, the promise to eternity. I had to realize this the other day. Once we die... We're all promised to eternity. It's just what eternity are you going to be promised to? Are you going to, eternity is going to be spent with Christ, walking on streets of gold, 
or your eternity is going to be without Christ. And believe me, eternity without Christ is nowhere where you really want to be. That's why I'm emphasizing for salvation. It, it comes through confession. Lord, I believe that you died and rose on the third day. And you now sit on the right, right hand side of the Father. In Romans, it says, if you can make that confession and believe that in your heart, you can spend your eternity with Christ. You also want to make that confession and become a better person. You want to make that confession and have the extension of heaven on earth, where it's inevitable, where people can see. That's why the Bible consistently talking about your light and letting your light shine and, and, and be a witness among all men. I hope what I said makes sense. And if it doesn't make sense, maybe listen to it again. If you like what you hear, share. Sharing is caring. But most importantly is where you're going to spend your eternity. Shalom. Belief builds bridges.